Toasted Soul is a podcast hosted by me, Greg Keane. Toasted Soul will be exploring technology news, business news, and just general rants on life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Toasted Soul. Today I have with me Nicole Thompson. Hey, Nicole, could you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Nicole Thompson, a.k.a. Nikki, a.k.a. Blackbird Fly. And um, yes, I don't know what else I'm supposed to add in that intro, but that's who I am. It's been a long time since we talked. I am doing awesome. I'm just in a serious self-development phase right now, and everything's just going really great. How about you? Same, same. Just uh, started this podcast a little a uh, few months ago, and I've uh, just been doing that, and uh, you know, trying a few different things here and there. So yeah, uh, you're still up in Montreal. I am still in Montreal, uh, getting mentally ready for the winter to come. I've heard it's going to be a rough one this year. So that's what I'm doing is just getting ready for that. Yeah, I think it's going to be really crazy. It already feels like, I don't know, like it's like it's gearing up towards that right now. And especially with the uh, coming, I hear there's going to be another lockdown, at least here in Toronto. Well, we're supposedly already in a lockdown. I don't really call this a lockdown, but we're pretty sensitive people here. So we a lot of people do call it a lockdown. I mean, restaurants, bars, and gyms are closed. You're not supposed to be going to visit people, but let's face it, everyone I know still does go visit a friend here and there. Shopping malls are still open. Schools are still open. Like. The way I see things in society, I don't feel like we're really in a lockdown. Like when you could still go to chapters and Starbucks, like is this really a lockdown? Well, I mean, like it it doesn't feel like a lockdown, but I think with this new lockdown, I think our lockdown is starting probably like on Monday or something or this week coming up. We, we can't go. I don't think we can go to movies right now. I don't think so. Yeah, that has been closed since March. I'm kind of looking forward to being able to do that again. But but it's weird. Other like recreational activities are open. Like for example, I can still go to the virtual reality video gaming place. So I, I, I just don't get it. To me, nothing has rhyme or reason anymore. Yeah, they're just like all over the board on what uh, should be locked down and like what is safe or whatever the case is. It's like, there's no consistency. I miss the gym though, that's for sure. Oh, I was one of those whiny little bitches when they first closed the gym, but uh, I'm I'm over it now. You know, it's I have my health, everything's good. I have also I have plenty of equipment here, so I I can't really complain. I'm not saying I don't miss it, but there's way worse things. I feel sorry for gym owners, you know, but I can't really complain. Yeah, I see, uh, see all your workouts. You're still doing a lot of workouts at home and uh, posting them on your uh, Instagram. So that's going well for you, it looks like. Well, you know what? I'm going to be totally transparent here. And 
every time COVID hits, well, this is this not every time it hits, but every time we have a closure and the gyms close, uh, which is now this is the second time, I seem to, it triggers something in my mind that I'm trying to become a little bit more aware of. <clears throat> and my workouts go down significantly. I lose the intensity. I start eating more. So I've posted a few, but I'm really not training all that hard. My birthday gift to me actually is on Monday. I want to, I want to get back to it. Stop messing around. I've kind of been a bit lazy lately these last few, few weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Today's your birthday. Yes. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. So you took time off to off your birthday to actually be on Toes to Toe podcast. We're so, we're so lucky. The show must go on. That's <laughs> exactly. How Coach, that's kind of the the mantra. So I'm still going to do some work today. I was on a webinar earlier. It's still like any other day. That's how I am too. When it comes to birthdays and stuff like that, I don't I don't really celebrate them. I don't really pay that much attention to them, like all the holidays and birthdays and things like that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's just another day, man. But uh, so your workouts, some of your, like, what are you focusing on on the workouts? I know you're doing something like uh, body movement training or something like that. Well, my training sessions nowadays have a huge, a huge focus on mobility. And I just want to have longevity of movement, of pain-free movement. And I say this as I'm getting over a knee injury, but it wasn't an injury from training. So this is really different. It was an injury from being totally clumsy and tripping and banging into the sharp corner of a table leg. But unfortunately it kind of uh, took me out of the game here. It's been a week. I I'm just now able to bend my leg and I'm still like climbing upstairs like a 90 year old, but just in general, I haven't had any, workout training related injuries in a while and I really feel that it's due to this focus on mobility and flexibility. I'm not the most flexible person in the world but I definitely see a difference. So yeah and I still love my strength. Uh, you'll see me doing weighted dips, weighted pull-ups, my squats and deadlifts. That's kind of like a foundation that I'll never let go of but I'm just into mobility now, movement, doing ground flow. You'll see me crawling around on the floor, flipping over, things like that. I, I want, I like to play more. Yeah, I see that. I, I remember when I saw you for you did your first. Uh, I, I call them man ups. I think that's what it is, where you're like pulling yourself right up over the bar, all the way to your waist. Oh, muscle up, yes. Muscle up, yeah. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I remember I used to, I, I used to be able to do them. I don't think I would be able to even go halfway today. Uh, well, honestly, right now, when I go back to the gym, it's going there's going to be a starting over of some things, and that's that's one of them. If I don't consistently train the muscle up, I lose it, and then I start over again. Got to build up the strength and and all that. But I'm trying to not tie my self-worth to what I can do in the gym anymore. So I'm a lot more relaxed. Like before it would cause me anxiety, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, I feel bad about myself. And, and now I'm just, maybe it's just coming with age. It's just, you know, just live, just have fun. The muscle up comes, it goes. As long as I'm happy, I'm healthy, everything's good. 
Yeah, and that's where I'm at too. It's like, you know, I used to be able to do all this kind of different things in the gym or where on the field, whatever. And it's like with age, it's just like, and, and lack of practice, you just start to lose it. But then it's just like, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like I'm still healthy. I'm still doing other things. So it's like, whatever. Exactly. It's just, there's nothing to prove. And if I want to do it for myself, then I will, you know, it's, it's as simple as that, but right. I, I just don't stress about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, like if you work at it again, it'll, it'll come back anyway. So it's not a big deal, but the, the, what's it called? The ground flow or what was that? Yes, I love ground locomotion, um, doing sequences. Because I think that's a term not a lot of people have heard of. It very well could be. I feel like it's starting to become a bit more trendy now. I'm starting to see it a little bit more. Maybe it's just me because that's the type of stuff I look up. So now it's always in my Facebook feed. So to me, it seems like it's way more mainstream. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, just being able to get down on the ground and move in graceful ways and do things that are more an expression of life and myself and my emotions. I I get that out of doing ground locomotion movement and, and flows. And because I'm always looking to refine it, like I can have a flow that's maybe just three or four moves strung together, but there's always ways to keep refining it, to make it more fluid. And that requires a mind-body connection that really benefits you, not just in the movement itself, but in other areas of life. It teaches you to focus. It teaches you to be in tune with yourself. So yeah, I just like to have fun with that. So I know you used to do uh, kickboxing in, uh, I think, Thailand. Is that Thailand? Oh, whoa, that was Muay Thai. Muay Thai, yeah. <laughs> That's Asians, my friend. But yeah. uh, yes, that was a long time ago, though. Um, I went to Thailand. I lived there for about a year, and I trained in two different camps. It was supposed to be a, a, a trip to find myself, and it was going to be a trip through Southeast Asia, but I ended up going to Thailand and just for fun, wanting to check out some Muay Thai. And yeah, just for fun, Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up staying there for the whole trip. And then I, it was supposed to be just training. And then I don't know, about three months into the training, I was like, I want to have a fight. I want to have a fight before I leave here. So yeah, I trained for about six months and had a fight after, um, when I came back to, I, and after the fight, I kept training, uh, continued training. I wanted to try to have a second fight, but I ended up hurting my knee, always this darn knee. I have chronic issues with this knee. And at that specific camp I was at, they would say, if you can't run in your training, we don't let you fight. And I wasn't able to run, even though I wanted to try and have a, a second fight. So yeah, when I came back to Montreal, it was with every intention to keep going with the to keep going with the martial art. But I just found it it's different. It was different when I got here. You know, you go from having awesome professional fighters hold your pads and you're training twice a day and to coming here and you have like a student holding your pads that's maybe never even held pads before and and now you have to follow a schedule that has to fit into your work life and it's like triple the cost like just i got out of it once i got back to montreal uh that's unfortunate 
Is that where the ground flow came from? Well, a lot of inspiration from ground flow, you can see it in, let's say, BJJ um, training. You can see it in yoga. I don't really put a label on anything I do. I'm really just a generalist when it comes to movement. Like to me, it's just natural movement. Just move your body, do some things. But definitely people in different disciplines can say, oh, that's I, I do that in dance. I do that in ballet. I do that in BJJ. I do that in yoga. So it's just pulling from a whole bunch of things. In Muay Thai, it's more of a standing game. So I wouldn't really say... Uh, the I mean, but like in training though. None of that comes from that? Not really, no. Oh, wow. The first time I saw you do it on Instagram, I thought it was really cool. Is it something that you're, are you training people to do the ground flow now or? Well, usually the people that I've been training lately, they need to build up a, a base level. Like, yes, we'll do certain drills for sure, but I would say that most of the people I'm training now are not that interested in that <laughs> for some reason. Oh, really? Like, it I looks like something some... new and different. Yeah, Sorry. I know, I know. I do take some elements from that type of training and bring it to to my students, but not that much. I would like to to get into it more with them, but their their interest usually lies more in just getting stronger practicing handstands. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, to be honest. With all of this kind of like all the ground flow and, you know, the, just the physical training and all the stuff that I see on your Instagram, what's a diet? What's your day? Like, what's your diet like? Actually, Greg, I want to go back to one thing uh, yeah. before I will tell you what my diet's like. When I give a class, we do do more ground flow. When I'm doing, because it's me, it's all me, I get to decide, you know, but when I'm doing one-on-one uh, -on -one training and I ask a lot of questions about what the person is looking for. They've seen my Instagram and what I do. I'm just, just lately for the one-on-one, -on -one, they, they're not that interested in the, like doing flows. But when I give my classes and people come back to my classes, um, it is because of that ground flow. So it's, it's kind of yes and no. Um, but when it comes to nutrition, I like a diet that is maybe I thrive best on an 80% vegetarian diet, like 75 to 80% vegetarian. Like I don't like to eat meat every single day. Um, I a lot of greens, a lot of leafy greens are in my diet. Um, if it's not as a salad with my eggs and my dinner, then it's going to be in my smoothie. A lot of whole grains, a lot of raw food as well. So I'm not one of those people that's shy to eat fruit. Um, I, I run into a lot of people and it's like, oh, fruit, sugar, obesity, like as if people are fat from eating too many apples, like really. Um, <laughs> So I'll eat a lot of fruits, a lot of, I, I need to have live food every day in my diet. So that's where I'll eat a lot of raw things, fruit or red peppers as a snack. My, obviously my smoothie is full of raw ingredients, put in some celery, some fresh ginger. So yeah, just keeping it simple, really. That is, 
Yeah, that's how, how my diet is too. It's kind of evolved into, I, I don't know, evolved, evolved. I think it's evolved into mainly vegetarian. Like, you know, when I go grocery shopping, I don't even go to the meat section anymore. Uh, it's basically, you know, lots of tofu, lots of vegetables, lots of fruits and uh, things like that. It's better for you. Yes, exactly. I I feel lighter and I feel like, you know, I like to meditate. Sometimes I don't do it every single day, but I do still like to to do it. I like to be in tune with myself, use my intuition. And I feel like there's certain foods that block that energy and meat is one of them. Uh, if I'm eating too much meat. The same goes for processed food, greasy foods. It's almost like, you know, if you understand that we as human beings are energy and, you know, we're operating on vibrations and frequencies, I just feel like I'm lighter and more open. The pathway is more open when I'm eating more fruits, vegetables, and less meat and junk food. Um, I'm not even going to lie right now. I, I need to be honest with people. I'm Even though I'm a coach, I'm still only human. And here, since this recent COVID closure, I have been indulging more in the things I said block that energy. And, and I feel it and I notice it. It's only been a few weeks of kind of indulging in these things and that's why I kind of said all right my birthday gift to myself is to like get get back to my my regular life like that's enough I I want to be able to tap into that creativity and just certain foods block that yeah I feel that too when I do eat like junk food I do feel like I, I feel sluggish I just don't feel as clear mind um it just everything just runs different it's kind of like putting like you know, like sludge or like sugar in, in like a gas tank of a car, it'll just run differently, it'll slow down. And that's exactly how I feel when I have like all these fast foods or the processed foods in my body. But, I, you know, like yourself, I, like yourself, I have to be honest to people that are out there, like they see me and they're like, oh my God, Greg, you're so fit. It's like, yeah, I eat junk food too. Like, but I eat it in moderation and I know that I'm going to run a 10K tomorrow morning. So I burn off all of that anyways. Yes, exactly. I, I really feel like I connect really well with the clients that I have because I I am honest and I understand what it is to maybe sometimes struggle with cravings. You know, I don't want them to think that, oh, she just has some magical resource of motivation that I don't have. And it's like, no, it's still you got to put in the work. You know, I need to use some effort to to decide make the choice to have a healthy smoothie instead of junk food and that sometimes i do still fall off the wagon and it's just i can connect with people better than trying to always portray myself as this model of ultra motivation 24 7 you know what i mean Right. And uh, I think that's a good, that's good advice for a lot of people out there that think like, oh no, th those people that are super fit or super in shape are superhuman. It's like, no, we're all human. It's just that we decide uh, a certain lifestyle and we all still have the weaknesses or sometimes the urges to, to grab a, a Big Mac, but then we know that we have to go work out and we have to drink a lot more water or whatever the case is. So it's, it's like, you know, it's in moderation. Exactly. Just teaching them that it's a choice. It's not like you were just born 
lazy <laughs> or you were just born with no motivation. Like, no, it's choices every day. And the more you practice the right choice, the easier it becomes. Like I, I, I also have to admit that I'm, it is easier for me than others to make the right choice, but that was with practice, right? Like right. all things become more seemingly effortless just because I've adopted the pattern. So I like people to know, like you totally have the power to, to get to a place where I am. It just takes practice. <laughs> And I think a lot of people have to start realizing it. it's a lifestyle, like kind of like the, the, what you're doing right now as, you know, if you feel like you're out of shape or out of overweight, what you're doing right now is a lifestyle that you're living that's keeping you in that, that uh, out of fitness or whatever the case is. So you have to change that lifestyle to get to a, another level. You can't just keep doing the same thing and expect uh, a different outcome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I know you have a website and, uh, so the focus on that is is about movement practice, I see. Well, honestly, I'm hoping that by New Year's, I will really have nailed my niche because I have, I'm starting to realize that my passion to help people and even my passion to develop myself is, is more in the realm of self-development and human potential. And the, to optimize self-development, you have to have the mindset in place. You have to exercise your body. You have to have the proper nutrition. So while it might seem like a fitness site, I feel like I'm veering a little bit to just self-development and human potential. And I am in no way claiming to be some type of guru. I still have a, you know, a long path ahead of me to develop myself and to achieve all the goals that I would like to achieve. But I still see that with the courses I've taken, the books I've read and implementing the strategies that I've learned from these uh, various mediums that I've had success and I wanna keep going with that. And I have just this urge to share it with others and help people. Um, so yes, I can, you know, teach people about movement. I, I like to call it movement training rather than, than exercising or working out. Um, I also can give people nutritional guidance. I can help with them with their mindset to set up goals, to be clear on what their values are, that which will facilitate reaching their goals. But it's more like a, a total package is what I would like to give to people to just be a better human being. And when you get these three elements right of mindset, movement, and nutrition, it will give reap rewards in all areas of your life. Like, I don't want this to just be about getting in shape type of thing. Wow. That's so like a full rounded pa um, like package. You're focusing on their psychology, their physiology, and their nutrition. Exactly. As a means to increase the potential in your life in general, not just a fitness aspect. Yeah, well, that makes a lot a lot of sense than just um, getting someone out there to do jumping jacks or something like that, because you have to get them in the mindset to be able to do those jumping jacks before they'll actually do the jumping jacks. And then with nutrition, like, you know, every... Uh, physical trainer will tell you that it's it's like the bodies are made inside the kitchen. It's like you could train someone for like an hour, but if they go home and just eat like 
you know, 12,000 calories of chocolate cake, it doesn't matter how much you train them, they're going to stay whatever size they are, right? So exactly. the three principles, I guess. I don't know. That's see, and that's where I'm at. I, I still do not turn away a client who only wants to do movement with me. I won't turn away a client who's just like, Hey, I need help with nutrition. Like I'm not going to force anyone to take this trilogy of, uh, of a package, but I want to be able to offer that and, and just, you know, package it as optimizing your life <laughs> rather than just, Oh, I need to get beach body ready. Um, like for example, with the nutrition, my target market is not going to be someone who is trying to prepare for a fitness competition. Like I don't do diets. I just want to help people live a healthy lifestyle so that they can better, you know, work on the things that are important to them. Because if you're eating like crap, feeling tired because you're eating like crap, well, how well is your performance going to be when it's time to work on your goals or work on a project? You know, it's just about human optimization and the diet, the, the meal plan I give you, you may very well lose 10 pounds, but I just feel like it won't be such a huge focus on aesthetics. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a, a full package, like working on the mind, working on the body. It's and because they, they come, it's hand in hand. Right. So it wow. sounds like a good system for everyone. I think it's something that would work for everyone because it's not necessarily, and especially for us, we're, we're also up in a, an age group right now that, yeah, our bodies are pretty much going to stay where they are. And it's like just accepting that and just working on the mind and, and uh, staying as healthy as we can. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I was just scrolling through your, uh, your Instagram and, uh, do you have a trainer? I know you train, but do you also have a trainer for yourself? Since March, I haven't, but in the past, yes, I've had awesome trainers. I mean, I always value the work of a coach. How could I be a coach, right? And not value the work of coaches. So I will take on different coaches to, to help me reach my goals. Yeah. I mean, like, even though you are the teacher or whatever like that, you have to also be a student in order to learn and grow. It's not just like, it's not just coming out of the, you know, out of the ether. You have to be taught some things. Exactly. And sometimes what I'll do usually is I'll make a program for myself. And when I feel like I've hit a plateau, I'll reach out to people. Like there's an amazing trainer named uh, Rashid Azawi Nakata. He is amazing for strength, uh, to, to gain strength. He's in Montreal. Yes. Silla Robillard, he was, he's excellent for calisthenics. He's the one who actually got me my first pull-ups back in the day. Uh, so yes, I do still reach out to people to coach me. I was just about to start working with Movement Montreal. There's some great coaches there to just get better with my ground flow, but that was right before everything closed in March. And I kind of haven't gone back to coaches since then, just because I have to be careful with my dollar dollar bills right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on that same I, boat, man. Yes. And I just went self-employed in August, which is awesome. It's amazing. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm still 
having a great life right now, but I just have to be smart with my money. But I will be going back to coaches soon. It's it's a goal of mine. So you just said something about uh, pull-ups and you had an awesome coach. A lot of women don't have that strong upper body strength and they're looking to, to uh, build that. What's a couple of suggestions you might give to them? Work on your upper body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, uh, let's say for the pull-up in specific, if someone's trying to get their first pull-up, I would say work on your negatives, work on the eccentric movement, um, to help you, uh, I would say do holds, like jump up over the bar, get your head over the bar and just hold and engage the back. Knowing really what muscles to use is going to help. I've noticed when I work with clients, a lot of them are doing moves and they're not even really engaging the proper muscles or, or making that mind muscle connection while they're doing the exercise. And it's so right. Important, but just in general, I love to see women that want to work upper body because it seemed lately that it's been a phenomenon that I just see these women that it's like I want to look skinny upper body but have a huge ass and leg like yeah <laughs> just like unbalanced or just trying to have a body that's I guess I don't know attractive to guys like I don't know but it was just weird to me so I love a woman that just like I want to be strong you know and. And they mean upper and lower body. So you want to be stronger with your upper body, do more upper body exercises, right? Do the pulling, do the pushing, make sure you're balanced so you don't have any dysfunction, which will lead to injury and you'll be good. Progress, make sure you're progressing. Like don't just stay at that same weight and that same number of reps, uh, you know, even a 1% increase at each each workout session is going to benefit you in the long run. Yeah, just baby steps, right? I think a lot of women too, it's like when it comes to like the upper body, they're so afraid of like uh, getting these square square shoulders. They're like afraid of looking like uh, like men. And it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm well, everyone has their own perception of beauty, right? So, and a lot of our perceptions come from the media and... I mean, being strong is being strong. Like, that's it. Like, I think it's sad that we live in a world where being strong and looking strong equals manly. It's just, it's it's sad, but that's just conditioning. Exactly. Um, we obviously don't care about that. Me up here with my freaking muscles and my shaved head, like, I'm <laughs> all day being called, sir, uh, can I, it's like, okay. No, but I don't care. It's just me. I am who I am. And... I just don't pay it any mind. I, at this point, I take it as a compliment. Like there, everybody's like friggin' intimidated by me. So it's just like, oh, I guess I have a presence. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah. Your look is, uh, your look is, uh, it's unique. And, uh, I think a lot of women, they want that, but they're so afraid how they're going to be perceived in society. And it's like, you can't get, you can't have that look and have that kind of attitude. It's just like, you gotta, you gotta trailblaze, break your own trailing and, you know, lead, don't follow. Exactly. Exactly. And, and there was a time at first where I was a little bit self-conscious, but, but I just kept moving. I still like, I'm not going to stop training the way I love to train so that more, more random men that I don't know can find me attractive. Like this makes no sense. <laughs> So 
Yes, there was at the beginning because you're just conditioned by society, but it was also an opportunity to learn about my thoughts. What am I thinking? What are my predominant thoughts? Are they serving me? Are they hindering my progress? And the more you're aware of your thoughts, the more you can control your thoughts, the more you control your thoughts, the more you can control your behaviors. So it just Everything was, it was a learning, it was a chance to learn and get better. So now I don't have those feelings of, oh, what will they think of me? Now I like to have fun with it. Oh, will they, will they realize I'm a woman or will they not? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> See. Yeah. So that, that, I guess that ties into the, the mindset training and the um, developing um, your own potential kind of thing, right? Because people don't know what they have inside until uh, they either break it open themselves or someone is, like you is able to help them break it open and see their potential and see the greatness that is within and that the exterior world, all the people that are like, you know, looking and snickering or whatever the case none of that matters it's just what matters what makes what matters is what makes you feel good exactly exactly and it's, and it's not to say that I still don't want sometimes have bouts of insecurity like if a, if a huge giant zit appears on my cheek like I will have that moment of oh gosh god why <laughs> so annoying oh I look awful today I'll have those moments but they're nowhere near as consuming as they were in my 20s where everything was about how I looked and wanting people to see me as this attractive person so I just see myself as having come a long way um, from what I was before yeah so um, with all of this how do you stay motivated for um, just on general like I mean like yeah, in general, how do you stay motivated for your exercising? Because it's like you have to get up and just go start working out in your living room or in your basement, whatever the case is. It's not like the gym where you have a place to go work out. And then also, uh, how do you stay motivated on a mindset level? Just like, you know, through all the COVID depression, basically, how do you keep it going? Well, it definitely is harder to have the same uh, motivation to train at home because I'm the type of person, and now it's this is just another thing that I get to work on, so I love it. It's a challenge, but usually I've been the type of person that um, creates triggers to, to trigger different behaviors. So, you know, I set up my home as my sanctuary. This is my place to relax and unwind being outside in the gym, that was my place to get pumped and ramped up and go hard. So now that the gym is closed, it is really hard for me to change that mindset. Well, now home has to be a place where I can get ramped up and go really hard. And I'm still working on that, to be very honest with you. But even if sometimes the intensity isn't the same as it would be at the gym, I just have my plan like I know I write out when I'm going to train and this space is not about motivation as much it's about following the plan you know it's sticking to the process um, a lot of people really believe that oh I, I just don't feel motivated to go train like and I have to be like girl if you wait for motivation to get things done you will never get anything done like that's just not how it works the other thing people don't understand is motivation doesn't come first. You have to act 
And that's what creates motivation. You know, it's a, it's a feeling, it's an emotion that needs to be activated. And it's usually activated in some way by action. So everybody has it backwards where they wait for motivation to act when reality, you have to act to, to feel the motivation. So I just do it by making my plan for the week. So Monday at whatever time I'm supposed to train, I might wake up and feel, oh, I'm so cozy in my bed right now, but it's about following the plan. And then I start training. And while I'm training is where the motivation starts to build up. And you're like, all right, yes. Okay. I'm in it. I'm training now. Let's go. Let's do this, Nikki. So that's how I do it. I have, I, I try to teach people to just fall in love with the process. Like stop trying to wait for specific emotions to arise, to be able to take action or else progress will be way too slow. When it comes to motivation, I know uh, David Goggins, he says motivation is crap. Motivation comes and goes when you're driven, whatever is in front of you will get destroyed. So that's something that, you know, people that are listening right now, that's something that they could think about when it comes to motivation. It's like, a, it's just like Nike says, just do it. Right? <laughs> At least for me, that's what it is. People are like, how do you stay motivated? I'm like, I, I'm just crazy. I just get up and go. I just, I just keep going. Like, I don't think about it. It's like, this has to be done. I, I need to run 10 K today. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where people don't really understand the just do it mentality. But it, the thing is what I do with my client is try to manage expectations. You know, nobody tells them like, yes, you're motivated today while you're signing up with me because I don't know, something triggered you when you're like, that's it, I'm making the commitment. I don't know what the trigger might have been. And in that little moment, you feel ready to keep going. The minute you pay me, you're, the motivation declines drastically already. You know what I mean? So I need to manage their expectations that you will not feel motivated. Understand that now. It might be a hard reality, but the more that they really understand that then they stop looking for it and they stop waiting for it you know and like like you said uh, Dave, like david goggins said motivation comes and goes and when it is there ride it ride that thing as long as it's there like get in as much as you can while the motivation's there but the thing is once it goes away you still have to keep going so love your process like that's the whole game for me so on your, uh, again, on your, your Instagram, it says that you're a hedonist. You want to explain that? I love to feel good. And actually, I think I'm going to change my, my Instagram bio. I, I, it's hard for me to write about myself. It's just really difficult. But the hedonist is, I love naps. I love food. I love Netflix. I love just anything that could make me feel good. I'm a little bit of um, a glutton, you know? Yeah. And I do love training as well, for sure. That's in there. So it's just everything. I just like to feel good, but you have to be careful because some of those things in excess are not good for you. And I have been known to indulge in things in excess, but I have it so much more under control than I used to. So that's why I, I want to change my bio. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I have, uh, I think probably one or two things that I indulge in more than I'm supposed to. I think I go beyond, <laughs> but I think that's, I think most people have something in their, 
in their closet or in a little box somewhere that they indulge more than they need they should. So in January, uh, Toast and Soul is having a, I, I don't have a title yet, but it's Love and Relationships or Love and or love, sex, and entanglement. I'm not sure what the title is going to be yet, but it's about relationships, about love, it's about sex, it's about all the human connection. I'm wondering, how's your uh, how's your love life going right now? Well, right now I'm in a serious <laughs> relationship yeah. um, with myself. <laughs> and that's been the case for about seven years now. Um, it's almost to the point now that it, when I, well, not almost to the point, it is to the point when I tell someone, a guy, if I'm on a date that I've been single for seven years, they look so scared, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> there must be something wrong with you. So yeah, I'm not really lucky in love lately, but it's okay because lucky for me, I am an introvert. Lucky for me, I kind of like to be alone uh, I mean I not even kind of I like it like I'm one of those people that all have friends calling me um on Christmas like you're not gonna kill yourself right like oh my gosh stop it <laughs> I'm fine I just love solitude and the thing about it is the longer I'm single the more it has to be an amazing person that I'll allow into my life because time is a non-renewable resource, you know, and I'm not trying to just date because I'm lonely. Uh, no, it has to be something that's really going to bring value to my life. I value myself, not to say that I don't have my insecurities and things like that, but I still know my worth and I don't really date just to date. You have to be somebody who has piqued my interest that I'm curious about that has made me laugh. Now I'm ready to say, yeah, okay, let's go on a date. You know what I mean? So, and if it goes somewhere, great. Um, but I'm just haven't been meeting <laughs> those types of people. I don't know if I'm going about it the wrong way. Maybe I should just randomly go on more dates, whether I feel a spark or not. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. I just know that it's not a huge preoccupation for me right now. Yeah, and I don't think it's something anyone should rush into. It will come in its own time, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, seven years is long, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but it will come in its own time, exactly. I just, I think that I'll just know when I meet the right person. I, in my mind, it's something that I, I'll feel, I don't know. And I still could be wrong about all that, but we'll, we'll see. I'm open to it. And I'm so busy right now anyways, that it's like, do I really need to be in love right now? That would be a distraction. I'm known to be one of these people that if I'm into you, I'm into you. And now it's going to be like, oh, I don't need to work on this. I want to go hang with my man. I want to do this with my man. And it could really become a distraction as well. So I'm really okay with my status right now. Yeah, love is definitely a distraction. Do you know physically what you're looking for? I, like, you know, like six foot tall, X, Y, Z. Well, if I could really build my own man, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You can right now build a man I I would have some preferences but since that's not a possibility I'm just open I go for feeling I'm a very feeling person there just has to be a chemistry I mean there's been times where I've been into a guy and I've had friends like really Nicole he doesn't seem like your type uh, but 
if he gives me elicits a certain feeling within me, that's what that's what matters to me the most. So exactly. no, I would love it if the person uh, was into health and self-development that way there wouldn't be too many conflicts because I have dated people in the past where that wasn't such a huge priority for them. And unfortunately I never succeeded into bringing them over to my side. They always succeeded into bringing me over to the dark side. So, um, well, that makes sense, right? Because you just said that when you're in love, you kind of put everything aside because you're just so in love and that's, you know, you gravitate towards what they want to do or what, uh, to be with them more. Exactly. So yeah. like now all of a sudden it's late nights and now I'm not getting up early enough to go train, you know, it just, it, it has an effect. So if the person could be into, into health and self-development and travel, that would be awesome. That I'm not too picky. <laughs> If I was you, I'd want someone like yourself, like to be fitness and and all the same matches, especially when it comes to fitness. I think for more so, because other things you can kind of like ah, it's you know you can give or take. But when it comes to fitness, that person you know that that man, mindset has to be there. Like yo, we're going training today. Period. Not like I don't want to that kind of thing. No wishy washy. It's just like these things have like these are are a must. So yeah. I think that that's the one thing out of a relationship that I think for me would have to be exactly the same. And exactly. It's been a very long time that I dated someone who was uh, into training and working out. And it really was an awesome thing to, to be able to share with someone. So all that trains together stays together. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Obviously not because I'm single right now, but you get <laughs> I get it. Yeah. In January, when we, when we have the uh, Love and Relationships um, podcast, it's going to be like an open forum. If you're interested in coming on then, let me know. Sure, for sure. Yeah. So we're, we're coming close to the, uh, the one hour mark. I'm trying to keep these under an hour now, but uh, I have three questions I, I wanted to ask for you. But uh, the three questions I always ask all my guests just for a continuity kind of thing is one of the questions is what makes you successful? I know you've, you've touched on this a little bit um, in the, during this podcast, but if you could just, uh, you know, just quickly say something. What makes me successful? Yeah. To me, what makes me successful is living a life that I want to live. So the fact that I get to, you know, make a living coaching people and being so involved in the health and wellness industry, to me, that's success. It's not necessarily tied to a dollar amount. It's just being able to live the way I want to live. Like I see a lot of people in offices, they're not happy, but they're there because maybe the salary is good, but they're, they don't feel fulfilled. And I don't know, to me, okay, you make a really great salary, but for me personally, I wouldn't see that as success if it's not what I wanted to be doing. So that's why I see myself as successful right now, even though and it doesn't mean I don't have financial goals that I want to reach, but I still can feel proud of myself and feel like I've reached some success just because I'm happy, you know? Yeah. I guess you, it's really that you have to be able to, to, uh, you know, make it like doing, doing what you like and making it your, your thing. 
that makes sense. Exactly, exactly. On your terms, I guess, right? Exactly, living on my terms, that's exactly. Right. And that's what I feel like I'm doing and I feel happy and I get up grateful every morning. I go to sleep grateful every night, like I feel good. So to me, that's a level of success. Yeah. So the second question is what advice do you have for um, other people or what advice do you have for young women? What advice do I have for young women? Um, the advice I have is to take the time to figure out what you want in life. Like take that time. It is so important because if you don't figure out clearly what you want in life, you're just kind of rambling aimlessly through life. It will be hard to feel like your life is meaningful and that there's purpose there. And once you know what you want, you can then know the direction you're going in. And that's what kind of brings a richness and meaning to your life. If you're not a hundred percent sure of what you want out of life, because like maybe you're 20 and you don't know yet, then my advice is do what you love and opportunities and things will start to present itself. You know, maybe you love to dance. You don't know if you, does the, you may not have decided you want to be a professional dancer at all. You don't know what you want to be, but if that's something you love, do more of it, bring more of what you love into your life and magic starts to happen. Nice. That's a good one. And then the last question is what will they quote you out of context for when they come for you? Or like, what have you said that they will quote you out of context for when they come for you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> What will they quote me out of context for? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Just anything that you think of. <laughs> That's a tough one. Okay. So they will quote me. Okay. This is going to be, I'm scared to say it because they might quote me out of context. <laughs> so here it is. Okay. Live there has been a time where I've said, oh my God, I don't even want to say it because, okay, Black Lives Matter. Yes, they matter, but I'm not really all for the movement as it is now. And this is where that's a scary thing to say because I love all people. I love Black people. I do think Black Lives Matter, but the movement itself you see, like I would have to go into a whole explanation or someone yeah, could yeah. No, but I, I completely agree with you. And say, look at her, she's anti-black, you know, but that's not what I mean. So that's that's what it would be. But I totally agree with you though. Um, and that will definitely be something they're gonna quote you out of context for because exactly. I, I understand that there's so much to it because I, I say the same thing, but it needs an ex explanation, right? It needs more, it's not, I can't just say it and then leave it like that. I need to explain to you what I mean. Exactly. So there you go. Exactly. Where can people find your everything about you, like your website and stuff like that? So I can be found at blackbirdfly.com, but just so that it's clear, the vowels are missing out of that. It's B-L-C-K-B-R-D and then F-L-Y.com, blackbirdfly. No A, no I in the blackbird. And there you can find be able to reach out to me I do free consultations with people that are struggling with 
setting goals and sticking to their plan um, and who just want to know more about how they can bring more potential for great opportunities into their life just by adjusting their nutrition, adjusting their mindset and getting more movement into their daily lives. Can uh, they reach you on your Instagram too, or is that private? Instagram is blackbird underscore fly, B-L-C-K-B-R-D underscore F-L-Y. So what I'll do is I'll post all these all your links like your your website and instagram link into the uh, bio so when people are listening to this and they're they check out the bio they'll be able to see those links and exactly how your domain name is spelt thanks a lot again uh for coming on toasted soul and taking time out of your birthday which is again happy birthday happy earth day Thank taking, you so that, taking that time to uh speak to uh, the audience and I hope that you will join us in January for the Love and Relationships podcast. Thank you. I will definitely try to make it there. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll talk soon, Greg. Yeah, have an awesome birthday. You. Oh, I was about to say you too. Great. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Toasted Soul. Thank you for listening and supporting Toasted Soul. Visit us at ToastedSoul.com to leave comments or book guest appearances and to get news on Toasted Soul. Please join us again next week. And as always, live with soul.